I'm alone here in the intro, so it falls to me to make this announcement. We are going to be at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. This is in Portland, Oregon from October the 20th through the 22nd. That is a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with tables happening on that Saturday and Sunday. I believe Friday is like a free play arcade thing. Regardless, we're going to be there. We're going to be at a booth and we're going to be doing a live show about the WarioWare series of games. We're going to have WarioWare set up at the booth. We're going to have some kind of prize, some kind of contest, and we're going to get to meet up. Um, Speaking of meetups, we're going to have uh, more announcements about a particular time and place where we're going to hang out, likely at an arcade slash bar. Um, Stay tuned for all of that to all the usual channels. We'll try and mention that on a show when it gets pinned down. You can buy your tickets and see when our live panel will be scheduled um, at RetroGamingExpo.com. We were only able to do these live shows with the considerable expense involved thanks to backers like Tim Shoemaker, OMG Amoose, Bob Witz, Chase Greenlee, and Mitch Bennis. If you want to be like them, go to Patreon.com slash DuckFeedTV. So yeah, live show, Patreon, those nice people. Thank you, Batman. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And this is Watch Out for Fireballs, a Games Club podcast. Yep. And this week and next week, we are talking about Batman Arkham Asylum, which is an action game developed by Rocksteady and published by Eidos Interactive on Warner Brothers, I think, for the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and PC in 2009. Gary, I'm out of breath. No, it's it's okay. That's a lot of things to say. And it was remade. <laughs> yeah. For current gen, gen I've, consoles. I've got that later. I've got that later. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I just, I, I figured it did. But I just wanted to uh, contribute to your lack of breath. Yeah. Uh, steal the air from your very lungs. Yeah. Sleep on me like a and, cat and take it. And yeah. watch as they collapse like <laughs> broken bagpipes. Yeah, like like uh, mylar bat, like mylar balloons two weeks after the party. Yep. Yeah. Made of skin. Ugh. Um. Yeah. That's, yeah, My, that's mylar nice. skin. It's a terrible yeah. curse. <laughs> they call me mylar skin. Um. Yeah, so this is the reason why we're talking about this. This won our Bat Month poll. It is the uh, we're right in the middle of Bat Month, and boy, is it a scorcher! Yeah, uh, it's 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 a, the firebugs loose, baby. <laughs> September Bat Month. Um, so we looked at the other games in the series that were good. Um, so everything ex- excluding Arkham Knight, right. uh, and this is the uh, <laughs> yep. this is the winner. down to an, and even including like the the secret of Zen or whatever it is. Like the master Batman, Zen. master of Terakasi. not the yeah, the, the yeah, yeah, the um, Arkham Origins. <laughs> yeah. The the way that you said that made it sound like out of all like like Arkham Knight is the only bad Batman game out of all of them. Oh, out of all the Batman games, not right. in the series. Yeah, yeah. We, we the, there's a different universe where we ended up doing like you know the the ZX Spectrum like <laughs> tile based side scroller yeah. or something like that. 
Um, we weren't going to do that, but out of the the Arkham games, but we yeah. ended up doing the first one, um, which we voted for, which is uh, you know the very like this is the first one in the series. It's not my favorite, but mm-hmm. it's definitely the first, so it codifies a lot of things. Yes. Um, That said, of the options that were available, this is the shortest and probably the least suited to the two-parter format that we we thought of. So this first episode is really going to focus mostly on the generalities of the game and kind of of the series because Arkham Asylum lays down an awful lot of important stuff and has had a huge impact on action games today. Yes. Uh, it does not change a lot from entry to entry. There, I mean, there are a couple of big changes for each one, yeah. but there are a lot of, uh, there are more similarities similarities than differences. Right. Uh, so we're going to get that. And like, you know, as we mentioned, uh, WAF 2.0 means some shorter episodes. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we have to stop being apologetic for that because it's like, we're not giant bomb. Oh, I'm not apologizing. You know, like, yeah. I mean, it's just like, nah, I, don't, I wasn't saying that to chide, but just like. <laughs> You know, we we always disclaim that, and it's like, yes, sometimes we do misguided four-hour episodes, but like mm-hmm. most gaming podcasts stick around the hour to ninety-minute, yeah, yeah. Uh, mark. So we're 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 joining our brethren, yeah. It's um, um and not not forever because boy, I'm looking at October; those episodes going to be long. Yeah, that's yeah. We got three long long boys, yeah. uh, three boys borzois yeah. uh, happening in uh, <laughs> in October. Um, so it's going to, it's going to kind of vary. Yeah. I feel fine about it. I included um, in, the, in the outline only to let people know that we're still experimenting. We've been talking yeah. about this change for a while, but, um, outside of final fantasy month, this is the first time that we've really kind of implemented it in regular ways. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, um, and even some of those episodes were a little bit longer than, than I would expect, mm-hmm. you know, for new waffle, like it's like nine hours on on those things, which is a lot. Yes. Um, yeah. So you content hounds, uh, we are not, uh, we're not going to run out of content. No, we're just, we're just, uh, we're making it work for it. <laughs> we're going to dribble this shit into your mylar mouth. Ooh. Um, yeah, mylar mouth. Um, so in this, uh, uh, in this game, uh, you play as the titular Batman, um, trying to thwart the Joker's plans as he tries to, uh, take over Arkham Asylum and terrorize Gotham city. Yes. Um, and yeah. this game is notable and was notable at the time, for being a good comic book game when those are relatively rare. You know, like this is probably like in that decade alongside like Spider-Man two and maybe like incredible Hulk, uh, incredible Hulk ultimate destruction in terms of like, Hey, this is something that didn't fuck it up. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's actually like, it's, it's funny. Cause I, I've read that too. When I read about this is that the reputation is very bad, but like, I actually think of this time period as being pretty good. Oh, uh, for them because of those entries and like Ultimate Alliance, um, you know, kind of came through. And even the Spider, you know, Spider-Man one game that came before Spider-Man two is still like pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Spider-Man games around PS1 before that were like pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, was... I, th- I think it's certain certain superheroes like Batman has oh. had a lot of shitty games. Oh, definitely. I mean, it um, says something that we skipped right from NES to this. Totally. <laughs> but in superheroes yeah. in general, like I feel like there's a good number of like pretty decent ones. Yeah, yeah. There. So I, I I tried to think of counterexamples and I completely forgot about the like the Ultimate Alliance stuff that was going mm-hmm. on right around this time. I mean, this is kind of midway through the Xbox three sixty life <laughs> lifestyle, uh <laughs> life cycle. And I guess <laughs> all blades all the time, baby. Um yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like putting this up next to like that kind of bad Iron Man game that Sega made. Yeah, so, that I yeah, there are there are a couple of movie tie-ins right around now, and there's like that uh, Aquaman game. There's oh, another yeah, Superman yeah. game that's not super great. Um, there's definitely some shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. but it, it doesn't feel that much. It still feels like a higher batting average for licensed properties. Yeah. 
to me so, than, than most things. Like this is definitely a standout. You know, this, this had a bigger effect and was more innovative than some, you know, even things I like quite a bit, like even yeah. more so than Ultimate Alliance, which is a game I love. Yes. Um, um, this yeah. is definitely more influential and, and a bigger deal. Yeah. And uh, that was probably helped. Um, you know, the fact that it is so influential by the fact that it's not really tied directly to a movie or a television show. Like it is just tied to the Batman license. Yeah, it, it kind of it's interesting because it kind of uh, forms a synthesis like this is, uh, you know, post uh, the first Christopher Nolan. Post the second. Uh, um, this, so this is after the dark. Yeah, after, after after the second one, too. So this is in you know post Nolan verse. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can see kind of attempts to. That's what this feels like to me is bringing uh, Batman and his rogues gallery in line with something that wouldn't seem out of place in the movies. Right. It's not quite as, you know, adult. Uh, it's not quite as Xbox live lifestyle, <laughs> but it's um, it's it's a little bit closer. So it ends up being kind of a blend between the, you know, the animated series and the movies. Um, largely the animated series because of the voice acting, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually in doing research of this. Uh, this actually does borrow a plot from like a mid two thousands Batman cartoon, hmm. where Joker called Batman Brawn, uh, where Joker gets uh, steals <laughs> Bane's formula and becomes a big Hulk. And <laughs> it's so I was dumb. Like, That's, it's such it's one of the worst ideas that has been committed to fiction. Um, <laughs> it's like in the world of fiction, it's, I think it's one of the the dumbest things. One of the most grave misunderstandings of an established character of, that of I jokers of. yeah of jokers yeah, of, of, jokers, yeah of, of any joker right you know like there's lots of different interpretations of the joker like this ends up being a in the end a dumber one than like caesar romero you know like this this ends up being like the dumbest joker right uh, but there's a cartoon so if you if that's if you also have this mis- misconception of what the joker <laughs> should be you can you can read about it yeah. or you can watch a watch a cartoon about it um i didn't get a chance to watch it because i just found out about it before we uh Went to record, but yeah, the, uh, the the Batman story that is most commonly associated with this is uh, Serious House on Serious Earth uh, yes. by Graham Morrison, right? And it's it, this is so different than that too, oh, yeah, though. Definitely, like, like, this, it, like the, the similarity that, is but, a riot at Arkham. Yeah, yeah, a riot at Arkham and uh, some Eldrick kind of insanity beginnings right. to Arkham Asylum, which makes sense because Arkham Asylum is named after arkham you know massachusetts yeah like the you know, the lovecraft thing like there's 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 ties there that make it make sense but this what it the end result ends up being this like kind of borrows little bits of a lot of different batman to make a kind of like its own thing right you know it ends up being this this blend of bat elements first amalgamated batman yes yes yeah that's my <laughs> that's where i bank actually yeah. that's where i have my checking account yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, So the scope of this game is fairly limited, especially compared to what we would see later in the series. Um, It takes place in kind of several buildings that are part of this Arkham compound. Arkham no longer being a mansion, but now an island, like like an Alcatraz kind of sitch. Um, And there are actually kind of few direct appearances of Batman's rogues gallery. Like their their marks all are all over this place, but like in terms of main villains that you see, it is nowhere near the bloat that we get later on. I say bloat, but I don't mean that negatively there. Yeah, it's actually like you know, City does it the best as far as like incorporating a lot of villains. Yes, you know because it's and here just a lot of them just hang out in their cells. Yep, you know uh, they don't make an appearance. There are a few major ones that appear, which we'll talk about. But one of the big flaws of this game is that, uh, and I don't know exactly what to attribute it to, but like. This game has a kind of dearth of ways to shake up gameplay yep. or ways to kind of uh, create climactic encounters using its verb set. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a one, you know, creative use of that, which we'll talk about uh, like a lot. Uh, <laughs> and other than that, it's pretty lame. Yeah. Um, you know, when you do fight his his villains, it's pretty lame and they don't get 
uh, are not as big a part of the story as like you would think. No, like, that's they're a, like stopovers. Yes. You know, and that that's kind of the thing that is a little bit of a bummer because uh, it's one of the things I really love about City is that like that's one of the coolest things about Batman. Like, mm-hmm. you know, say what you will about Batman, but like one of the awesomest things is he has this really amazing rogues gallery and like they all are interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the, the thing that the cartoon uh, touched on that makes it so good is that like they're all those origin stories are very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because these, you know, they didn't start, no one starts out as a villain. Like nobody thinks, <laughs> right. you know, of themselves as evil. Um, you know, and they all have this like really interesting thing where they reflect part of Batman. Yes. Um, you know, and, uh, this game doesn't do nearly enough with that. No, I think you get like a little bit like, but it's in the codexes more than yeah. anything. You get these patient interview tapes, um, oftentimes only related to the people that you interact with directly. Um, or that you see, but like that isn't enough. Like that's not expressed through play. That is not, you know, them reflecting off of and testing Batman, you know? Yes. Yeah. Which is again, something they would do later and do better, which is, it's really cool that this, you know, and this was the first one they were experimenting and, and maybe they, you know, they, there was a limit to the scope that was intended or necessary based on this being the first game in the series. Yeah. We are not, our intention is not to be unfair when comparing this to later games in the series that, well, the one that really nailed it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the intention is, I think, to highlight that they were taking kind of a tentative step toward this. You know, like, yes. the, like they they almost like, you know, set it so it would be achievable. I about made like, a, oh, they, they shot the arrow and drew a circle around it. No, that's not the case. They just did something more limited in scope rather than trying something grandiose and failing. Yeah. At it. Let's make an A minus game. Yeah. And then, you know, and then and then did it. And that's that's really great. That's you know, admirable. Yeah. Let's make an A minus um, game with some A plus bones. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And like, you know, they, they did it. Um, and it, it's still a very good game. Like when it came out, it was still revelatory. Oh God. I'm just really glad it didn't end here. <laughs> right. You know, like a lot of things like that I wanted from, from a Batman game, uh, even just as kind of like a fan, uh, you know, would later be fulfilled and then dashed upon the rocks, <laughs> then, then run over by the Batmobile <laughs> yep. in a slow motion glam sequence of, <laughs> Uh, trying to get me yeah. to buy a Batmobile. Yep, with just a oh yeah, you're right. It, it really yeah. is shot like a commercial. They're all commercials, yeah, yeah with, with very... a whole bunch of just shit on every surface. Yeah, yep. Here's and and that's something with the aesthetic of this game in general too. This yeah. is like the Batman wetiverse. <laughs> you know, like we're like just everything is wet. Oh, everybody's been greased up. Yeah, yeah. There's a real aesthetic to this that is <laughs> yeah. like pretty it was, fascinating. It, it was kind of shocking to go back to this and and see that that had started. And I think that a lot of that is actually. It has something to do with the Unreal Engine mm. and the way that it um, that it modeled certain um, certain materials. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I there's there's got to be something going yeah. on with that, and that would that would make sense. And part of it is just like <laughs> when you're going for that David Fincher like darkness. Yeah, you know, wetness is kind of rolling hand in hand, you know, with it. <laughs> well, the, the, um, the light has to bounce off something. Let's just yeah. miss, that, miss that bad boy with some Vaseline. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Mm. Somebody whose job was to grease up. Uh, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as we mentioned, uh, this game borrows a lot of elements from the animated series, specifically in kind of terms of presentation. Um, it was written by Paul, excuse me, Paul Dini, uh, who is the architect of the Batman animated series. Uh, and rather than getting new voice actors, um, they got Kevin Conroy to do Batman, Mark Hamill to do the Joker, and Arlene Sorkin to do Harley Quinn. So directly uh, from the cartoon. Yep. And they're great. I love Hamill's Joker. He makes this for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He is, he is uh, you know... 
as good a Joker as there is. Yeah. Like I, I, I know it's a cliche and there's probably been like backlash and then backlash to the backlash and right, then right. backlash to that backlash. I still think that, uh, the dark Knight, like Keith Ledger's performance, that is amazing. Yep. Uh, I, I am always there for somebody who is just going to be like totally arresting and hard. You know, you can't take your eyes off them when they're on screen. And I mm-hmm. think he does that. Yeah. Um, you know, Mark Hamill is slightly less like unpredictable, you right. know, because I've watched the an- animated series so much, but he does such a good job with it. Mm-hmm. It is like he's he's just amazing. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of there's a lot of like range to his performance, like the like the depths of menace that he can get to while just barely altering his presentation are yeah. um, something to behold, I think. Yeah, um, I pretty much think that Harley Quinn should be shot into space. Like I, I don't, I don't have any time for Harley Quinn, and the voice acting is part of that. That's like so annoying. Like, why do you talk like a twenty cigarette girl? Like, you know, and it always has. Yeah. Like I've always thought Harley Quinn is a really misguided character. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. But uh, you know, it, it's just like the cartoon. So if you're a big fan of Harley Quinn, like, mm-hmm. if if you are a fan of like, you know, if you, if you want to fuck Joker's psychopath girlfriend, yeah. this game <laughs> wants to get you a boner because. <laughs> There's a lot of shots that are just like, yeah. how hot is Harley Quinn? Like, look at Harley Quinn. Yeah. Harley Quinn's being kind of seductive. Don't you want to fuck Harley Quinn? Yeah. Um, she used to be a scientist. Yeah. But hey, she's with uh, she's with Poison Ivy now. So she's not yours now. Yeah. I like that. Like, you know, I can, I, th- I don't, you know, it, it's a, it's an upswing to have her turn lesbian. Yeah. Um, you know, in the subtext. But it's <laughs> and just, and mostly just because I want her to get out of that, like, abusive relationship. Like, yeah. Harley Quinn is gross from all angles, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do not like that character. Yeah. I'm, I think Kevin Smith's like, I'm going to name my daughter after that. Like, it's just like, dude, <laughs> like, my, dog, you yeah, here you go. Here, here's, here's my legacy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to chill. Uh, I, I, some, something I saw a tweet today that reminded me that Robert Kirkman named his son Peter Parker. Uh-oh. Like, his, his name is Peter Parker Kirkman. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, that's fucking embarrassing. Like, I like Spider-Man as much as anybody, but that's fucking embarrassing. P- like, Par- Parker Kirkman? Sounds like you're clearing your throat. <laughs> Parker. <laughs> Parker. Yeah. Oh, man. Or, or like those are the those are the people I use to get my account at uh first amalgamated Batman <laughs> out, of, out of escrow. You know. Like, uh, oh man. <laughs> so uh, that's enough of the presentation and trapping stuff. Let's talk about the way this plays. Uh, yeah. Because you are Batman, or so every single review at the time said. Um, and yeah, it's pretty true. They do a really good job. Of, repre- of representing every part of not just yeah, the reprimanding. Xbox, reprimanding, of representing the, uh, not just the Xbox Live li- lifestyle, but also the Batman lifestyle. You know, most yeah. of the time you're just like beating dudes up. Maybe you have a grappling hook. Maybe you have some gadgets. In this game, it's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Like it is, uh, it's not only like a very effective and compelling, like kind of just style for an action game, but it feels true uh, to the character. It does a little bit of, uh, and the, the later games would fix this as well. I'm going to keep mentioning that just so it doesn't sound like a damning thing to the series. Right. Uh, of having very segmented play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little bit of that uh, Tomb Raider 2013 thing where it's like, oh, like, here's a waste high wall. I have to use stealthier. Yeah. Oh, hey, here's tons of ammo. It's a shootout scene. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little bit of like you kind of, it's binary between, you know, detective, predator, and, and combat. Um, eventually, they would get a little bit better at blurring those lines. Like, not perfect, but a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, you know, we talked about that being something that I would love to see just completely blurred mm-hmm. in Arkham Knight, but they do get a little bit better at it. Um, and each of those individual elements, even though they don't mix, are all like really fun and faithful. Yes. Um, maybe slightly less the detective stuff in this one, but the, uh, the predator stuff and the combat stuff is actually very good. Yeah. The, 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 the detective stuff, Kirkman Parker, 
Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the detective stuff is more just the interface giving you information than anything. Like it is yeah. just, Hey, well, what can we do to like lead you around? It's giving you uh, it's like the training wheels version yeah. of like navigating this space in a way Batman would. It just gives you a quest marker every once in a while, Yes, you know? And again, like later they would do way cooler stuff with this. Yeah. Uh, when you kind of like do the crime scene stuff later on, which is actually introduced in origins, mm-hmm. uh, which everyone hates, but, uh, is, is one of the coolest parts of night that got introduced there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as we mentioned, you get to do all of these kind of cool Batman things. Um, and Arkham Asylum is presented as a fairly open environment, which it feels kind of like this is your Batman sim. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a bit of a lie uh, in the game. Like there's something this game is presented um, a little bit like a Metroidvania, um, but it doesn't it's not. Yeah, um, it doesn't really play like one. And the way that articulates is that like the kind of backtracking you can do or uh, ways that you can uh, pursue nonlinear paths through kind of gear gating um, all end up being in service of collectibles. Mm-hmm. In this, the main path, um, you backtrack a couple of times. So it's dictated very you, know, you are led by a bat leash like it yeah. is very much, you know, the story just kind of leading you along. Yeah. Each of these areas that you go to is mostly self-contained. Um, like mm-hmm. it is just a building like, Hey, here is the medical facility. Here is the penitentiary. Um, and you're in there until you solve your goal and then you're directed to the next one. When yes. you are just wandering the Island, you can go into one of those buildings. But again, it is not, you know, a backtrack that recontextualizes the space with the new gear that you get. There's a little bit of that there, but it's just a shaving on top of, you know, what actually is a very linear experience. Yeah. And it's almost entirely to get collectibles that like we'll talk about because that's actually ends up being a big part of the legacy of this game. Yep. Um, we talk about Riddler trophies, but um, that's the only thing you do. The enemies don't respond or anything like you go back. It's actually a very surreal feeling <laughs> to go back with these things because you're just going through empty buildings with no music, mm-hmm. like just with your footsteps. And it's very weird. Um, most of the time when you get around, um, you can walk, run, uh, climb. You have a grappling hook um, and then there's a tiny little bit of gliding involved this is something they again would like double 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 down on yeah uh, in arkham city to a triumphant effect here like it's pretty rare that you do it uh, yeah. at all it's like essentially just a long jump right yeah um we say grappling hook it's not like you are bionic commandoing around it's more for like grabbing onto a distant ledge than anything yeah um and also uh you know even though there is kind of this platforming navigation or sometimes you know just like hey you're climbing stuff there's never any real instant death due to failed jumps um instead you're just Mm -hmm. kind of given this ability to grapple out of danger like time slows down and then you press this button that'll take you back to your most uh your most uh recent safe spot like safe perch yeah with no damage right um i love uh there was a a copy protection this game did where it would disable certain abilities. And one of the things they did was they made it so Batman couldn't glide. Yep. Um, even though you barely do it, you have to do it a couple times. And mm-hmm. the first time you have to do it, there's this room full of poison and people <laughs> were playing it who pirated it, just kept having Batman fall into the poison, <laughs> cough twice and then jump out. Yep. And just the, that becoming the game, like that's oh, some classic of game shit. Like yeah. just Batman <laughs> running down, taking a big old fucking lung full of gas and then just, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Kirkman Parker. And then like just jumping back up onto the ledge. Like, have you tried my room bong? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm cl- I'm going to clam bake the medical wing, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, I have that uh, represented later, lest you forget. Um, I love I, I love uh, looking at the forum posts about that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Some of, the, some of those still exist. Uh, there was that game, what was it, like, not Game Dev Story, but, um, oh gosh, like, like Game Dev Tycoon? Yeah, or something. Game Dev Tycoon. That, that game has a lot of problems insofar as it is, you know, kind of a, a close follow, let's say, of game dev story but their anti-piracy uh feature where 
uh, after like your first year of a game coming out, all of a sudden it's pirated and you're, and you can't make any money. Yeah. That is also that. very good. <laughs> there's a bunch of like, on YouTube, there's a bunch of listicles that are like the best copy protection things. And I am always down for creative copy protection. Yeah. Stuff, you know, and then, and like, it, it ends up being just kind of like, it keeps on giving because then you see like people trying to defend, you know, like <laughs> you'll, you'll get these like very like tearful, sincere forum posts like but what about people who can't afford it who just want to play your game you know it's <laughs> like oh go to hell like, yep it's very very funny Gary, why they, do you hate like, consumers i i do like <laughs> why why wouldn't i because they're the fucking worst like uh and then there, i love that because there's the other side to that is when uh it'll pop up on twitter every once in a while where someone who does art commissions uh will get somebody like calling them greedy for charging and then just you know i can't believe you people just want to appreciate your work how dare you you know and it's like, man you miss oh, me with that shit like yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's it's pretty incredible it's okay for people to make money off stuff they make yep. guys um i also you know like i, I do roms all the time you mm-hmm. know like abject suffering wouldn't exist without piracy uh but it's uh you know it, it's i'm not going to go on a forum post yeah. and be like you know why don't you put this virtual console game yeah. up if it's a currently published game for a you know for something that you can get off of amazon for a system then yeah we buy it yeah we don't you know? we don't like we didn't torrent contradiction right you know but like something like uh you know something that's not on the virtual console that like we just want to play on snes mm-hmm. uh, i'm not going to buy that shit no uh to talk about it for a half hour <laughs> um but it, it's just, it's also like i'm just aware like i'm not trying to morally justify that no, no you know it's just kind of the reality of, of the economics and the availability right this is stuff that people it's you know you could you could buy arkham asylum at the time yeah uh and people were just didn't want to because money Yep. It's very funny. Um, We we could go back and forth because I was about to say, well, money means different things to different people. But like, no, that's not defense. Like, no, I'm just just saying you have to, but you just don't have to play it. Like the the frustrating (laughs) thing is they're presenting like their desire to play it as an equally uh, like as as like an emergency. Like, oh, yeah, no, 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 I need this. Uh huh. Oh yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I wasn't even yeah. taking taking my position. I was just putting more caveats on. Like, oh, we don't judge yeah. you if you can't afford blah blah blah. But, oh, totally. Like, I, I don't I don't buy everything that I want. There are yeah. tons of things I want I can't afford. You know, yeah. but then I just do without them. You know, and then <laughs> like, boy, that's like good unraveling a lot of things. I'm not saying that like like oh, why don't you think that to be true for social services? And like, <laughs> get fucked, libertarian star straw man. That's in my head. <laughs> like. Uh, yes. we're talking about batman God, we carry these people around with us there's on our shoulders all the time yeah there's probably a libertarian straw man uh that batman fights mm. like you know red pill scarecrow has been posting <laughs> on the uh the mra forum so oh that's funny as a yeah. <laughs> yeah um so you have different gadgets that'll help you get around uh the island and manipulate the environment but it's going to be more fun to talk about those when they're introduced as opposed to giving just like a big rundown because you know, they do present these challenges um, in a row, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's essentially like keys and, and locks and they do the good thing where like for the most part, your keys can be used for utility as well. Right. Most of them, uh, if not all of them have a combat use. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is the difference between a good uh, kind of expression of this element of a Metroidvania and a bad one. Yes. Um, one item you have at the very beginning of the game is your Batarang. Um, which is useful for combat and exploration. Um, mostly, you know, this does not do damage. It's not like the NES game. Um, this will stun enemies uh, and do a tiny little bit of damage, but it's not going to be a, a weapon. Yeah. Um, but for exploration, you can use it to flip switches, destroy small objects at a distance. Yeah. So uh, very useful. And I ended up uh, utilizing this a lot this playthrough and using it a lot in combat, which I don't always do. Oh, it's great. It's uh, like it is a uh, cheap way to keep a combo going if you cl- if you're closing the distance. 
Yeah. And, and really great for even if you're just trying to survive, like for crowd control, mm-hmm. because it knocks out, you know, you can get that upgrade that keeps people out of the fight for a little bit longer yeah. when they're when they're battering stunned. Mm-hmm. Um, so your navigation, combat and investigation are all, are all aided by this uh, thing called detective vision, uh, which turns the screen blue, makes all of your enemies into skeletons and highlights objects and people that are you know relevant to the mission at hand. Yes. Yeah. And this is something where uh, you have mixed feelings about this whole this whole thing. This is would become a big part of other games like, um, you know, I, I it's a, it shows up in the in the Assassin's Creed uh, games uh, for the most part. There's a kind of an element to it in The Witcher 3 mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah. They're it's in, kind uh, of the better and worse. Bringing that up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're kind of better and worse ways to do it. I think that the issue one of the issues of the Batman version is there's no downside to it. Right. So, like, you can just kind of play in Skele mode and get a bunch of information. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks a little goofy, so I, I turn off Skele mode. But other than that, like, it's just uh, – it's only an advantage yeah. really to be in skeleton mode. And, um, I almost wish you had to wait a second to scan or or something would happen so you couldn't just, like, seamlessly fight mm-hmm. in this analysis mode. Yeah, yeah. Um, they would change the way this looks later on because the artists on the game got a little bummed out uh, that most people weren't even seeing the textures that they were laying down. Mm-hmm. You know, because of this, uh, because of this overlay. So this is kind of the strongest version of that, making things look strange. But you're right. And no game in the series is there really a downside, unless there's something really weird in Origins that I haven't seen. Yeah, for the most part, you can just kind of uh, toggle it yeah. uh, and have it on all the time. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the environments are nice and cluttered. They've got some cool little offices you can look around. Exploring is generally pretty fun to do. You know, um, mm-hmm. and if you need something more, if you want something that'll make you tread every single inch of this goddamn place, you've got the Riddler challenges. Yeah, we got to talk about Riddler challenges for a little while because that ends up being like a really big thing with this series that uh, is a persistent bummer to me um, and People becomes more of a shit, bummer man. as it goes. People, it's weird to me. I don't <laughs> understand why I don't get it because it's like they're either. I mean, people just like collectibles yep. and that's just, a, I, I just have to realize that's a piece of DNA that people have that I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, you just don't, um, in this game specifically when people, when I've talked to people about it, they're thinking of the Riddler, like the actual riddle challenges mm-hmm. as being an order of magnitude more complicated than they actually are in the game. Right. I feel like their memory is gilding this because these, these articulate in two different ways. Um, sometimes there's just a trophy hidden in an event and if you can come <laughs> back and get to that event, there's a trophy. Yep. Um, that's that's really all there is. Not really a puzzle to it. Sometimes you go into a room and it will be like, uh, you know, ah, the the pied pipe or let a bunch of rats through this. And then like mm-hmm. pipe will be capitalized. And then you look around the room until you find a pipe yeah. and then you you scan it. Um, so it's not a riddle. Like if, if, if I if I if like I tell you a riddle and I'm like, <laughs> you know, what walks on, you know, th- you know, four legs actually hands and feet. Uh, in the evening, two legs as an adult, just legs and three legs as, as a, a you know, at, at the end of the day, uh, two legs and a cane, you know, and just tell you the answer in like a different font. Yeah. It's not a riddle. Like you don't use your brain for these. No, no. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to be dismissive to people, but it's, it is a task. It is not a puzzle. It, it is a task. And sometimes, you know, you can, you can figure it out in your head. Hey, this is what I'm looking for. And they will have hidden it in either a clever way or in a way that just requires you to, you know, bend the, bend the geometry of the world around in your head a little bit, but like, mm. they're not they're like that, that doesn't enhance them being riddles, you know? Well, and, and it's pretty rare that that happens actually. Yeah. Like for the most part, you'll be in a big hallway and it will just be like, 
sometimes they're not even they don't even have the cadence of riddles. It'll be like, you know, the founder of Arkham thought this place was a scream. And then you just find a picture of the founder of Arkham in that right. room. Like they won't even have, you know, even pretend to be mm-hmm. a thing. So like I was very surprised when uh, I was talking about this game while playing it on Twitter, like people having a lot of affection for these. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like and later, I mean, I get like they were very popular. That must have made its way into the feedback to Rocksteady because as the series went on, uh, they would increase in number until eventually committing uh, the ultimate crime, uh, Arkham Knight, <laughs> car races. Locking, locking the real ending behind them. Well, not uh-huh. just that the car races, which yeah. is silly, but like if you want the actual ending to the game, you have to get you have to hundred percent it. Yeah, like all four hundred of these goddamn things. Yeah, yeah, go to hell. I I don't. Uh, <laughs> I guess there's like for also another like perspective people like them is like, oh, it extends the length. Like I want this game to keep going. But as I mentioned, like backtracking for these is a surreal and empty experience. Yeah. Like you go back through buildings that are empty and musicless and it is weird. (laughs) Uh, I do not understand how anybody photosynthesizes that into fun. (laughs) On Um, On the way out, it's Streets of Rage. On the way back, it's mist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's like it's puzzleless mist. It's like a mist knockoff. It's not even pissed. It's like <laughs> shit. You know, it's, like, it's some like, it's 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 the parody version of of uh, of pissed, where like doesn't even have John Goodman. You know, it's like I'm 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 Jort Greatman. Like and I'm here to audition for shits. <laughs> you know, like it is. I I don't get these, so I yeah. I opt out of these, and I I'm not ashamed of it. Like. For this playthrough, I didn't do these. I don't feel yeah. like I lost anything. I've, I'm a fan of the series. I've played all the games to completion, mm-hmm. um, which is very rare for a modern series of games for me to like say that, right? Like it's like this and Bioshock. And, you know, there's only a couple of different like modern game series that that's true of. Yeah. Uh, this is one of them. And I wouldn't touch these things with like, you know, with your dick. Like it is. <laughs> I, I will not truck with Riddler trophies. I think they're dumb and, and sad. Yeah. Um, and I'm a bit bummed out because I fucking love the Riddler, man. He's great. I like the Riddler too. Yeah, this like, is such like not a great use of him. Like they, they they obviously wanted something to be strewn all around every room of this place, right? Yeah. Uh, use a less cool villain to do that. Give me like contained puzzle room Riddler stuff, you know? Yeah, and there would be kind of nods to this a little bit later. Like as much as the races are dumb, mm-hmm. they're not. Uh, you know, they also have that whole puzzle bit with Catwoman being kidnapped. Yeah. At the end, so the the Riddler presents as an actual boss mm-hmm. in the later versions and this is like a fine dusting of shit over the entire experience <laughs> and you just get to hear him like see it say a series of a dozen can lines every time you find a trophy yeah you know like there'll be one in the like there's like literally one uh in a, under a waist high like little cubby in the wall you pick it up and he's like hmm, i wasn't even trying with that one like, <laughs> no you know like yeah. you just left it on the floor yeah what, what, what a battle of wits we're having here edward mm-hmm. nigma like <laughs> this the location of this trophy will floor you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just took a picture of the floor and he's like, Drat, you figured me out. Like, well, I feel real cool. I, you know, th- this you is got that one hours ago. Okay, fuck you. I, I didn't have the fucking uh, line launcher, man. Like, <laughs> I couldn't have. You know I couldn't have. <laughs> yeah, uh, not a big fan of that. If you like them, Yahtzee. Um, yeah. but no, I, I, I wouldn't take that away from you, but I don't, I don't get it. So, and I have yet to read like a compelling argument for them. Right. I would be curious if, if somebody has like a, a, a good, like what's the angle that makes these good? Like, I would like to hear it. Yeah. Um, oh. at the very least, these are not mandatory for completion outside of Arkham Knight where, you know, just load up YouTube. Like that sucks. Yeah. Uh, there's no yeah. way. Yeah. Get the, get the true ending by watching it on YouTube. Yeah. 
Um, and that's, I mean, that's, you know, if that was the only problem with Arkham Knight, it wouldn't be that, it wouldn't be so bad, but right. it's like, it's yet to get hundred percent. And that includes like the two different sets of data and uplinks <laughs> um, that you have to do. So, uh, um, let's talk about, uh, kind of your predator mode in and your combat mode in, yeah. in this game. Um, this is great. The stealth in this mm-hmm. game and in this series is very, very good. Uh, this is referred to as predator mode and predator sequences. Um, and I like this so much because it serves the combat. I like it too. Um, it's really constrained, mm-hmm. right? So like generally, uh, this, this kind of the, the stealth stuff is set up as like a series of challenge rooms. It's like you're doing a VR mission yeah. because it will just be clear a, a big arena. You know, it, it's uh, there'll be lots of different ways to do it, but it has very specific tools kind of set out for you. Um, and the countermeasures that the enemies get for this is not quite out of control yet. Right. You know, they're, they're, that hits a sweet spot in the series and eventually gets like, oh, they can... You know, they have too many, uh, you know, there's too many uh, counters to everything you can do. Yeah, the gargoyles come alive and eat you. Yeah, exactly. The gargoyles come alive. Like, they end up being, uh, uh, you know, or they, they can just, like, they can stop the things you can do to dis- disable them. Mm-hmm. When this is good, when it's kind of perfect, um, it's extremely fun. Yeah. And does make you feel, you know, like Batman. Like, it mm-hmm. makes you feel, you know, and they do, like, really awesome presentations with this stuff where, like, the enemies get uh, increasingly scared. Um, <laughs> their heart rate goes up. Um, you know, they start shooting at air, you know, imagining they're seeing stuff like that's so good. But like the, the um, use of barks in this is so good. Like when yeah. you're zipping around, hearing them just talk to each other. And then the second your presence becomes known, them shouting out like, come on bats. And then that turning to outright panic. It's so yeah. good. And, when and we it's talk almost about... always dusted with like Joker taunting them Yep, <laughs> over it, which I really like too. Like it's I've, I've read about um, I read an interview and I can't remember with who, but somebody who who wrote for games, they said this is the hardest part of writing for games is like it's coming up with unique barks. Yeah. Like coming up with 20 different ways to say, like, make sure he doesn't leave a landmine, uh-huh. you know, and you have to just like come up. But this game does a really great job at it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, so your goal in any of these encounters is to, you know, kind of thin out the numbers um, either before you engage in an all out brawl, you know, just to tip things in your favor or <laughs> better yet. Take it, take care of all of them in stealth. Yeah. Yeah. Cause generally they have guns. And like one of the things that's nice about this game is that like, you know, Batman is not Superman. You're not bulletproof. Um, you cannot stand up to direct fire for very long at all. Right. So, uh, the gun, you know, the guns or the, you know, kind of clever enemy positioning, mm-hmm. uh, necessitates the stealth approach. Um, you know, if you fail though, it's not game over. Um, you can either fight and if you can make it, you know, great. And there are things you can do about guns. Like you can throw batterings and, and stuff that we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, you can yank them away with the uh, grappling hook. <laughs> things like that. Um, or you can kind of fly away and kind of jump from gargoyle to gargoyle. Yeah. Um, and that will kind of, you know, make the enemies a little bit more alert um, than they were before in kind of a Metal Gear way. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that you get away literally by just like jumping from gargoyle to gargoyle, so I think is a little bit silly. Yeah. Because Batman like has smoke pellets. Mm-hmm. And this would become a thing in later games. But I'm like, why don't you use a smoke pellet? Yeah. Like that's such a Batman thing to do. <laughs> um, and would make so much more sense here. It's just like. It's like somebody's playing the world's slowest, like, cup game. Yep. You know, and, like, they just can't follow it. You know, there's two <laughs> cups. The guy's never, like, switching hands. He's just kind of moving them back and forth, and, and these these idiots get lost. These strong clowns can't do it. So. God, these are such strong clowns, and they only get stronger. They, they do get stronger. That's, it's, a, it's a game about clowns getting stronger. <laughs> yeah. um, that's the plot of the game. There's also, um, you know, so we mentioned like kind of going to these gargoyles. These are your primary hiding spots because mm-hmm. as is a truth in most stealth games, like no one looks up. Right. Uh, it has been true as, as you know, the earliest game you could get above people. Right. You know. 
Yeah. Um, you can also kind of climb under these grates and stuff. Mm -hmm. There's like, there's a little bit of that here as with everything, this would get a little bit more complicated later on. This is fine and functional. And these rooms are at their best when you have like multiple different, um, you know, kind of like levels of, um, kind of active area that you're trying to manage. So you can, you know, if you're spotted, uh, or if you are trying to separate somebody, you know, wait for your opportunity. Yeah. Um, um that, fighting that, the, is, jo the Joker taunting is so great, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, just that characterization that he doesn't care about his dudes. Um, that coming, you know, that comes through in the play. Um, and then additionally, the idea of using fear against your enemies. That is another part of the Batman um mythos that has not been presented in games a lot of the time. So yeah, or or really at all. Right. You know, and that's that's why the Scarecrow exists because mm -hmm. again, every Batman enemy maps onto an aspect of Batman. Mm -hmm. you know? Um, if, once you do get into a fight, you know, if you, uh, and there are a couple of areas that blur this line, but for the most part, it's just, if guys are standing in front of you in a hallway, you're going to fight them. Right. Um, this combat system, this, uh, quote unquote free flow combat system, which uses, uh, kind of these animation and combos to chain kind of brawler moves. Uh, and this combination, it's like, what, what's going on is very complicated. Yes. Um, you know, this series of like kind of auto targeting, mm -hmm. uh, that happens, uh, in games where you have a little bit of control over it, but not total. Um, it does feel like a sense of flow yes. to it. You know, you can, you can kind of suggest which enemy you're going to go to, but if you hit punch and you're not facing anybody, Batman will usually find the right guy. Yes. And it will uh, animate to, to, you know, to move between those moves in a way where, you know, he is assassinating across a room, you know? Yes. You just like leap around like a madman. <laughs> um, and it, it really works. It, again, this is something that would get a little bit better. Um, something I found uh, that broke a lot of combos for me in this playthrough is that they would later uh, increase the length that he can kind of dash across the map. Yes. Um, so here, like something would happen where I would press in a direction and press punch and a guy would be, uh, you know, to my mind, not very far away, but Batman would just stand and punch the air, mm -hmm. you know, because I would be just a little bit outside of my like leaping range. Yes. Um, they would increase that later and you could literally just kind of control an entire battlefield. Um, while this is happening, um, you had to worry about counterattacks. Yes. Um, you'll get this little, uh, little spidey sense that will pop up and, uh, you can counter, um, but you can't be in the middle of an animation. So it is, uh, has a lot of depth, mm -hmm. uh, to it for something that is, you know, you can also get through it mostly button mashing, mm -hmm. but if you want to build up this counter meter and get good scores and like actually feel badass and express <laughs> yourself through play, um, there's a lot of mastery to this. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of mastery, but your input is fairly simple. Like there's one attack button, you press a different button to, uh, counterattack and you have a, like a stun button where he does like a little cape slash on them. Yeah. Um, and you have to mix and match those. There are different enemies that have different, uh, dif different kind of requirements. Um, but like that is your only input and they manage mm -hmm. to take that simplicity and make it feel, um, like, you know, like you are expressing mastery, like you are, you know, exerting control over the system. Yeah. Um, and you know, you're, you're managing, uh, these things on a like, micro level, you know, like, uh, oh, this guy, I have to leap over him. I have to vault over him and hit him from behind. Um, you know, this guy I have to hit with my cape before I can hurt him. Um, so you're kind of managing those things, uh, you know, as Batman, but you're also doing kind of crowd control and keeping an eye on the periphery because as the game uh, presents more complicated combat situations, enemies will kind of, you know, I'm going to pull a, uh, a crate, mm -hmm. you know, from the, the side of the wall. Like you have to keep your eyes on like kind of the, the center of the screen and then also your periphery mm -hmm. in a way that, uh, 
is just very like very complicated and satisfying. Yeah. Like when you're able to, you know, leap over someone's head to put them in the path of a crate, <laughs> uh, you know, stun a knife guy long enough to to take out a guy who's on the ground. Like that gives you enough time to actually do your kill move, mm-hmm. uh, which you can do, which may, leaves you vulnerable, but will knock out a guy instantly. Right. Um, that's extremely fun. Yeah. Um, super, yeah. super good. The game doesn't do a very good job of explaining the benefit that combos bring you. Um, first off, you get more experience uh, the higher your maximum combo in uh, an encounter goes. Uh, but the higher your combo is, the more effective you are at combat. Kind of the faster you go, and I think the harder you hit. Um, and then eventually you kind of unlock these combo moves, you know, either throws or, um, you know, specific kind of one-hit KO uh, kind of things, where you kind of, like, cash in your high combo to take somebody out of the uh, out of the combat instantly. And those are kind of hidden behind... Um, upgrades yeah yeah um the, and those upgrades that's the only way it really signals that is right. that when you go into your upgrade menu your wayne tech menu um it says hey if you get your combat number above eight you can do this right um and you know eventually you can you can put points into things that lower those thresholds mm-hmm. um so you can pretty quickly uh use advanced moves like yeah. i'm not super super great at the combat in this and like keeping you know these like insane tony hawk style multipliers <laughs> up you know I, I i do do okay but lowering that threshold made combat go by much quicker and, and more fun. Like being able to do that instant takedown move. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially when you can land that on a guy who's being a pain in the dick. Um, <laughs> I get very frustrated by knife guys in this. Yes. Uh, yeah. Knife guys are my least fave. Definitely. Um, well, one of those skill upgrades you can get where it's, um, I forget what it's called, but you have to time your uh, critical at exactly the right time. Like that thing mm. is essential um, mm. because that will instantly juice your combo meter up. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it doesn't tell you why you want that yep. you know, initially. So like the first time I played through this, I ignored a lot of that Yeah, and still got through it and was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not this is not a hard game. No. Uh, so a lot of that kind of mastery is optional, mm-hmm. um, but it's there if you want it. And it is fun to it's just kind of fun to engage with. Like it is uh, that that form of player expression that makes you feel cooler and is kind of like aesthetically, you know, looks neater. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, there's kind of a cool detail. After you finish a battle, if you've taken a lot of damage, Batman's costume will be superficially damaged, too. And this accumulates. So, like, you can end the game with your cape and rags, essentially. I thought that was uh, part of plot beats. Nope. Are you sure? Pretty sure. That's what I read. Okay. Yeah. Because it, it does, uh, like, I was doing pretty well in combat, but still, like, there would be things where, like, Batman... You know, walks in a room and like Bane punches him. Like there's cutscene mm-hmm. damage, and it seemed like my damage was mostly from like what up after things like that. Yeah, um, so, it might be both, possibly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was, I was pretty, I was pretty sure, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah, um, I never, I didn't read about it. I just uh, like you and your fancy book learning. I just, uh, I, I just, you know, <laughs> you from watching it. it. I lived yeah, it. I lived it, man. Yeah, <laughs> I was in Vietnam. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, in either case, like you know, this does take its uh, its toll on you. Mm-hmm. As you go, yeah. um, your HP is recharged a little bit uh, at the end of an encounter, um, but it's proportionate to experience. So, like, if you if you really tank it on a fight, um, you won't get all of your HP back. Right. You know, it'll take a couple of fights to get there. Mm-hmm. But like we said, this is not a difficult game, so you're no. gonna you're gonna be fine. Probably, you'll be fine. Just walk it off. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this playthrough, I think I maybe died twice, like one time because I wasn't paying attention to guns. Yeah, and one time. Uh, because it took me a couple times to remember how to dodge the weird energy bolts during the poison IV fight. Ugh. That's right. There's energy bolts. Um, <laughs> I think you mean plant de- energy, deadly, though. deadly spores. Yeah. 
I, I suppose. Um, but it took me a <laughs> second to figure out. I suppose. Um, it, it took me a little while to remember what the the prospect is. What the trick is, which is just yeah. to walk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, walk la- uh, laterally. Yeah. You know, specifically. Like, uh, I think that I was trying that, but if you walk a little bit forward, you won't get enough horizontal distance. Yeah. The camera freezes in that. Fight two is kind of like a weird hybrid 2D thing. Like it's extremely bad. Like the boss fights in this are absolute garbage. Like as much as we're singing about the combat, like Mm -hmm. there are a couple of them that are fine, but they're mostly very bad. Yeah. The, the, the boss fights are split up between either fights that don't use this system or Mm -hmm. fights that use one particular variation, which is you are going to play Toro a lot in this game. You're going to be goading a lot of strong clowns that are running into walls. Yeah. Yeah, by hitting them with a batarang and, and making them slow motion run into a wall. Uh, and just the the number of times you do that trick is just, like, criminal. <laughs> like, it is so, like, man, who thought that was a good idea to do this quite that many times? Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Let's, uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about the upgrades. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is very limited compared to the way it would come in later. I'm sorry to keep repeating that. I just did, I didn't notice it when I was writing in the notes. Um, no. But, um, you know, you are... Uh, earning skill points, which you can use to buy things that roughly break down into either making combat more functional, making gadgets more functional, improving your health, or um, improving, I guess that's all of them. Health, gadgets, spattering. Yeah. 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 Uh, And that's really it. Boy, do I wish this was organized. Yep. Like this ends up, it's just like a line Uh and you just scroll through everything. Yeah. It's like trying to find a show on Apple TV. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, I believe it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty frustrating, and there's not as much fun stuff to to buy, right? Right. Um, as as there will be, um, they do the thing where they kind of tantalize you with like you're going to get gadgets later by giving you little question marks, yeah, uh, which I appreciate. Like, oh, like this is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, you know, initially, like your your options are pretty limited. Um, I put stuff into combos, uh, battering, and then uh, durability. Yeah, and that's almost all that I use. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so gratefully, you don't have to upgrade any of your gadgets to get through. Like, there are no mandatory um remote control battering sections in this game yeah. would be later um so yeah. it's not like they're gating content or mandatory content behind you know making your choices correct here yes yeah yeah um so a little bit of trivia we already talked about the copy protection um another weird thing they were working on arkham city while they were making this because of the amount that they had to scale back um and so mm-hmm. like hey let's just defer this they actually included a secret room full of concept art uh, nobody found it. They had to reveal it themselves six months afterwards because they they um, overestimated how either smart or how how uh, dedicated the fan base would be at, def- at finding that. Yeah, it's behind a wall that you had to put three like explosive dealies on. Yeah, uh, which like is more than I want to do. And I think they have themselves to blame for this by making the entirety of the ex- you know, reward for exploration up until this point <laughs> being you know with their trophies and and that's it. You know, yeah. and and the six Arkham crest or whatever you get, like, you know, they they don't incentivize exploration well enough to expect this to be seen. Right. Uh, I when I found out, like, when I read about that initially, because it was kind of like, you know, it shows up as a as a video game trivia bitlet. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm disappointed they linked it themselves. Yeah. Like I know that's you know again they didn't do a good job of making people want to find it. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of wish like you know wouldn't that be like it seems kind of lacks restraint. Yeah. You know. It, it's um, like, oh, like somebody would find it eventually, guys. It, it makes me think about the, um, oh gosh, the tell for one of the moves in Super Punch Out. Not Super Punch Out, and Punch Out. Yeah. Um, the or the camera. camera. Yeah, yeah. Where that was discovered like, what, 15, 20 years later? Mm hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. I understand you did, you did the work and you want people to notice. At least wait for the remaster. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 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 Pep, yeah. yeah. Um, Why am I lecturing these guys on propriety? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think it would have been because video game secrets. I mean, there's a lot been a lot written about that. Like it's a, a disappearing thing. Yeah. Um, it would have been cool if they, they would add that in. Um, still pretty neat, though, that they're planning it that far in advance. Yeah. And it's cool that like, you know, somebody in this game, you know, that's uh, uh, Hugo Strange's like little Heidi pit, <laughs> to, you know, to plan this. I think that's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, Asylum got some DLC mission packs. Um, most of the, many of them were initially exclusive to the PS3. Uh, and one of them lets you play as the Joker. Yeah. Um, these mission packs are VR missions. Mm -hmm. um, I thought they were narrative content at first when nope. I was reading about them. Uh, they're not. So uh, I did not play through those. I played through a couple of them mm -hmm. uh, and then watched some of them and that was it. Yeah. Um, so. so for however fun the challenge rooms, not challenge rooms, like the predator rooms are, um, like I'm not going to do them outside of context. You know, like right. I'm going to see what the Joker plays like. He's fine. It's a little fragile. He has goofy toys, whatever. Um, I'm not going to sit down and try and like ace these things. That's just not the kind of player that I am. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm less there for, you know, the Dunwall mission pack and more there for the knife of Dunwall Yes, or Dunwall city trials. You know, mm -hmm. like I'm not, I'm not going to be there as much for VR missions. VR missions are a young man's game. <laughs> yeah. Um, this game uh, was really ridiculously well-received, uh, reviewed an, an unanimously well, sold like crazy. It is in the Guinness World Book of Records as the best-received uh, comic book game. That, bo that book the, is so dumb. Have you ever the video game that? one? Yeah. Uh, no, I just know that trivia bit lit. I, I stay away from it because of the graphic design. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it, it is almost entirely. So, so the award that I got, I talked over you, I'm sorry. Um, it is okay. like the, like the best-reviewed license game or superhero game or whatever, which is okay, fine. No, that's mm -hmm. it. All of those are, um, all of the rewards are like that, where it's just made mm. up. Like, oh, yeah. the best third entry in a Sonic game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I've, I've got a copy of it. My niece got it for me for Christmas. Emma, mm. you, you fucked up. You should have known I wouldn't like that. <laughs> it was a little girl. I, I know you were 10 at the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it's, a. Uh, yeah, it's the kind of thing where I see reference more than I actually see it, but I don't know any. You're the first person I know who has like seen inside it. Yeah. So it's good to know that my suspicions are correct based on mm -hmm. that like weird hologram Trapper <laughs> Keeper cover. Well, all of them are like that. That, that isn't unique to the to the video game one either. I wish that, is that uh, what Guinness is now? Because Guinness oh, used to be a hologram. Oh no, it it, it is all holograms all the time, my friend. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I want to say they let themselves go, but like it's. I think it's just kind of a weird, you know, like Xbox lifestyle. <laughs> you know, Pepsi generation version of Guinness is really an extension of regular Guinness. Like, yeah. if it, you know, th like this had this guy had the most like toddlers like sleeping on his chest or whatever. Like mm -hmm. it is just, you know, a record. If that's all it has to be is pretty meaningless. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think when you apply anything to games, it's dumber for some reason. Or when you apply games to anything. Yeah. You know what I want? Well, uh, what I would what pitch would be um, they should put out a book that is like. You know, take a hundred games or whatever. Uh, it wouldn't be all video games or whatever, and then do an article like four or five pages uh, on the best speed runs that kind of explains every trick. Oh yeah, like you know, that'd be obviously a video series would be better, but videos of speed runs like vary greatly in quality. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I want someone to explain what's happening. I don't yeah. want someone to like try to make jokes for God's sake. <laughs> uh, and then like if you just like find them on YouTube, a lot of times it's just these people's Twitch streams where it's like all they do is 
speed run this over and over. And yeah. they're like weirdly silent until some obnoxious alarm goes off because somebody subs to their Twitch. <laughs> so it's just like this, like, again, very surreal, like somebody just like mastering this game in absolute silence until all mm-hmm. of a sudden, like a clip from, you know, Evil Dead pops up blaring through my speakers. <laughs> this is my boomstick. Yeah. Just, th- <laughs> thanks so much for subbing. Yeah. Thanks for subbing Red 13. And then just like, that was a good split, you know, just like the, the joyless. Uh, and I really just want someone to explain the tricks. Yeah. yeah. Well, it would be great is uh, like, di- like diagrams or infographics. Like, that'd be great. You know, screenshots probably wouldn't actually show what's going on because so much, so much of it's about the systems. Like actually yeah. get some, uh, some graphic design behind like showing what a buffer overrun is and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and like 10, you know, 10 pages on each, each game. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, I would love that coffee, coffee table book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, contact us if you're willing to do the work and accept none of the credit. Yeah, if, if you just want to take that idea, give us money for it when you yeah. publish it. But we're not going to put any work into it. No. no. So just the idea. <laughs> right, too. Yeah. Ideas are not cheap. <laughs> um, so given that this was so well-received, well they would obviously make more of them. They had City that came out in 2011. And, um, oh gosh, Night, I believe that was 2015. Origins, everybody forgets about that. I think that was like 2013 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is a long-running series, and I think that there are a lot of uh, kind of pet theories about where it went wrong and exactly what broke bad. Um, but people are generally split on whether or not this one or City uh, is like the best purest entry in this. I think we both yeah. fall on the City side, but I've seen spirited defenses of Asylum as the better thing. I th- I've seen that too. I think that every time I've seen one of those defenses though i think that i again and i'm not trying to say this to be condescending but it feels like they haven't played it recently because they talk up the metroidvania part which going back to this i even remembered that being more of a thing and Mm -hmm. playing it with fresh eyes in 2017 was surprised by exactly how linear this game is Mm -hmm. um it's not like a corridor you know game it very well could just be set up into levels though and it would lose almost nothing right um so I, I think there's a version of, of Asylum that exists uh, in like people's minds mm-hmm. that is not actually Arkham Asylum. And that's not just this. That's pretty that's much video everything games. we've covered. That's nostalgia, yeah. you know, like, uh, but I think that's definitely true of this. So, mm-hmm. um, and I, I guess also people, more than I've heard spirited defenses of this as the best one, I've heard people with gripes about City that feel very subjective, you know, in mm-hmm. that like, oh, like, I don't really see that, but I can see why someone else would. Right, some people right. just don't like something that's open. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like I... You know, it's an open world game. I can't handle it, you know, yep. and like I, I can understand that, uh, even though I think that's like a, a very good kind of restrained example of an open world. Yeah, um, this uh, the kind of movement in this game and the combat in this game has become the basis for a lot of different games. And we mentioned Assassin's Creed, which borrows a lot from it. Uh, most Assassin's notably Creed was pro- before this. Both of them. Oh, were, yeah, actually. Yeah. But then they end up lifting parts of it. Yeah. Like a little bit later with Detective Vision. They had stuff, they, they right? had they had Assassin's Vision before this. Did they have Assassin's Vision before this? Yep. Well, shit. Assassin Vision. <laughs> I don't, oh, like, like, like Eagle Vision or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but like very specifically like Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War mm-hmm. uh, both look to be essentially this with a different skin. Yeah. Um, um, which Mad is Max. cool. Like Shadow. Yeah. Mad Max is very similar to this. Um, and both those games are games I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I like this this game enough that uh, different skins on it I'm into. Yeah. So like Shadow of Mordor is real fun. Um, I, I had a surprising amount of fun with that game, even though the plot is absolutely garbage, right. much like the plot of this game is pretty much garbage. <laughs> right. um, so. Well, we should probably get into it. Um, this yeah. has been a longer than usual generality section, but that is what we promised. Um, let's get a couple of these areas down. Yeah. And then, uh, then we'll hit you with uh, the rest of the game and including the glorious strong clown uh, ending at the end. 
Um, so this starts out with a, uh, a pretty great intro. Yeah. Uh, Batman has apprehended the Joker. He's driving him uh, to Arkham Asylum. Um, and there's a hostage situation with the mayor at City Hall. So it already mm-hmm. starts like, you know, a medius Batman. Yes. Um, and uh, as he's kind of, uh, he brings him into Arkham Asylum, they're affixing him to this dolly. And we're introduced to, to some supporting uh, characters here. Warden Sharp and Guard Captain Cash, mm-hmm. who's incredible. Like, that guy looks so fucking angry. <laughs> like, his model has a permanent, like, <laughs> Wario angry face. And it's yeah. very funny to me. Like <laughs> He has resting face. Yeah, he's, he's always pissed. Uh, but the Joker, uh, you know, is is it's foreshadowing like he's acting like he has the upper hand he's you know taunting everybody as this is happening yeah yeah um and this is pretty great because you're getting exposition through this so like this end like this this game begins after another batman story would end like yes joker is in the asylum that's where he ought to be right okay good but you're learning some some things that just don't add up like oh the 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 asylum is over capacity because blackgate burned down you know yeah yeah and that actually like ends up being a weird Gaiden game like on the 3ds have you ever played back uh, arkham blackgate no i didn't realize that was a prequel yeah i i uh, i think that is about this mm. um i have not played arkham blackgate but uh i've heard about it, it is like a side scrolling uh, i think it's more of like a classic metroidvania mm-hmm. it's not particularly well received but um it looks neat there were a lot so of games from that curious. early 3ds era that um kind of bounce right off of me even though I know yeah. like they, they buy brights are actually good. Like that goes recon game. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great game. That's a, that's a really fun tactics game or um, alien uh, infestation is the other one. I like to, to push on people. That game is very fun. Was that 3ds or was that? DS? No, that's, that's DS. Okay. Yeah. Um, but this is also a very fun game. <laughs> just, just bringing up games in general. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot that that was a, a yeah. it was a 2ds. Let's just, game. let's just dedicate an hour to talking about how much we like video games, Gary. <laughs> we'll just, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just, we'll do a subset of the alien infestation, uh, <laughs> podcasting or that would be an okay waff. Like that would, we could definitely do that. Oh, that's point. been our, that's been our play forever. I, yeah. I assure you that's on our planning sheet. Yeah. Cause that's, that, that is a fun game. Yeah. Um, very, uh, and you know, Ghost Recon, like there are other tactics games I want to do before that, but mm-hmm. like that is a weirdly, uh, overlooked. Yeah. Pretty fun game. Yeah. Um, 3DS ended up being a weird system. Mm-hmm. Um, found its own eventually. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of like your, your Black Mesa ride, right? Like you're just kind of walking through, learning these details, um, watching the Joker at a very controlled pace, but you are notably you're in control. It is not a cutscene, Right. Uh, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Joker is taunting you. Um, we find out that, uh, the warden, Warden Sharp, uh, is running for mayor. And so like yeah. he is kind of <laughs> everything that he's doing is politically fraught because anything that happens at Arkham will, um, mess up his political career. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Batman doesn't quite, he doesn't like it. No. You know, Bat, Batman's bat sense is going off. Um, you go through admissions and uh, to intensive care um, as you're hanging through. We get to see this little cutscene where they're bringing Killer Croc up from his like 100% cruel and unusual punishment. Oh, yeah. Uh, jail cell. <laughs> like down here. His whole thing is that he uh, is merciless because he believes in it. He's an animal. Um, I don't think it's ethical <laughs> to treat him like an animal. It's a, uh, I mean, we, we could literally do a side podcast about like the ethics of, of Batman in general. I mean, like the, the ethical like framework that is presented in the Batman universe is incredibly bad and shitty Yep. Uh, for something I like. Like it is one of the most like politically reprehensible things that I like Yeah. is Batman in general. Like, yeah. you know, said it a million times, but Batman took a, a tenth of his fortune and sunk into social programs. There'd be no more crime uh, <laughs> right. in Gotham city. <laughs> like right. why does anyone live there? Like, I don't, you know, it is, <laughs> yeah. it's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, there, there, there are a lot of people who uh, look at Batman and see a moral paragon, but I think that they just wish a, a Batman world existed. Yeah, they they want they want a strong like you know bat sheriff apero to like yeah. come through and 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 just brutalize criminals and throw them in their in a dungeon and yeah, yeah. toss a live chicken down there once a week. Yeah, to to toss them into a place where I assure you that's where all this insane people shit goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and well, this this game shows you what happens if you do that. Uh huh. Yeah, they can't do that. No, you can't do it. But uh, it's yeah, awesome Batman's to see method doesn't work. <laughs> it's awesome to see Killer Croc in a human scale environment though. Yeah, yeah. This and this is Killer Croc. Like Killer Croc started out as kind of like just a thug. Uh-huh. Um, this is like weird mutated alligator Killer Croc. Mm-hmm. So this is serious Killer Croc. Yeah, serious yeah. Croc on serious Earth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. We'll get to Croc next week. Yeah. During uh, uh, October Croc month on <laughs> WAF. Um. So the Joker, you know, continues taunting Batman. It's great. I love the uh, the facial acting that is done here. Um, by mm-hmm. the animation um, saying, hey, it's just a coincidence that the Black Aid led his men to being transferred here. Oh, that's fine. Nothing at all. Um, and then we finally meet Commissioner Gordon. Um, it's very strange to see Commissioner Gordon not be Gary Oldman. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a little bit different. Uh, his voice is, is different in a way that kind of throws me. He's a lot yeah. gruffer and tougher. Yeah. In this. Yeah. Um, and we see that Harley Quinn is watching on a security camera. Mm hmm. Uh, Batman uh, again is not, you know, this isn't right. Joker surrendered <laughs> too easily. Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then they get there and the Harley Quinn trips at Joker escapes and the facility has been hijacked. And this gets us our first basic combat tutorial. Yes. Um, which is not a lot to talk about. You know, we talked about the generalities. This is a very easy form of the, the combat. Right. Um, you know, like the enemies wait longer to attack. There are fewer of them. Etc. And this is the bulk of what you're doing for the action portions of this game. Yes. You know, and it's it just it's it's such a imperative, like it is such a key part to this game that it is so fun that mm-hmm. you can be doing in the last like stretch of the game, the last ten percent, the same thing you're doing right here after the uh, the intro, mm-hmm. and have it still stand up and be very fun. Yeah. You know, in your hands. Yep. It's got that loop. So, yep. It's a very good loop. <laughs> um, the game introduces stealth by having you take out Zaz. Yes, um, yeah, Zaz, uh, one of the, like, like a pretty bad second string Batman villain, I feel like. Yep. Um, like, what, what if there was just a serial killer? Yeah, just a serial killer who, like, marks in his flesh when he kills people. Right. You know, he, he feels like a, a 90s reject. I don't know when Zaz was created, but he feels very, like, serious, edgy, you know, image-inspired 90s Yeah. Uh, Batman. Um, so he's taking a, a guard as hostage, and uh, he's going to kill him in electric in a, a electric chair. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to sneak up on him, kind um, of going above him. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. And to, to take him down. Yeah, uh, Zaz oh. was introduced in uh, 1992, so yes, that, that is right in the image pocket. Yeah, makes t- perfect sense. <laughs> um, yeah, but this is good. I like um, ugh, just introducing it. I was about to say in a low stakes way, but it, like it's just one one dude, and it's set up to where he's not paying attention. But it is like showing you here's a crawl through events. Here's how you you know, clamber up these walls, et cetera. Here's how you think mm-hmm. about the space of this asylum in a way that is, um, you know, unique to the way Batman, Batman would move in it. Right. Yeah. Specifically as far as like finding vents and looking, uh, using verticality. Yes. Like using uh, these, these vents up on the wall and just, you know, you never run into a dead end. Like this is, again, it's a very linear game, mm-hmm. um, but there is a little bit uh, to the game in how you're traversing. Like when you find these little hidey holes and alternate paths, yeah. Um, so, you know, you take out Zaz, um, you know, fuck Zaz, 
<laughs> and uh, Harley Quinn contacts you um, with her boobs all up in the screen. <laughs> yep. She's leaning over the camera. Uh, just um, again, shameless. <laughs> this game really wants you to want to fuck Joker's crazy common law wife. Right. Um, she's taken Warden Sharp hostage. Yep. Um, uh, and this is the midpoint of the game is a lot of this. Uh, someone's a hostage. Someone's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Kind of side mission. Um, the structure of this actually reminds me a little bit of uh, got like like a lot of like modern kind of oh four five one games as far as the fact that you have your premise and your ending, but in the middle you're just like hey the grav shafts are offline or like dead space you know yeah, like yeah. hey you know like go turn on the grav shafts like go rescue these people like there's a series of like kind of mini missions <laughs> that barely advance the main plot right uh, that you do that form the middle of this game yeah it's just a reason to go to a new place. Yes. It's a series of reasons. Yes. Yeah. Um, Warden Sharp, no great loss, really. I, I assume he has kids and stuff, but like, eh, whatever, take him. Not a great character. No. Um, so we get this movement tutorial, in this decontamination facility that is full of Joker toxin. I, I believe this might have been one of the one of those places where the glide was necessary. Uh, so yeah. they wouldn't have gotten very far. Um, it's, it's called Joker toxin here or like DDID. Um, they don't call it Smilex. I like Smilex as a name for his gas. Smilex is better. Smilex yeah. is very good. Um, yeah. even though it doesn't do Smilex shit. Oh, like, right. It doesn't uh, like people with the rictus. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. Like I would have preferred this be straight up Smilex. Mm-hmm. Like if it's just toxin and you just call it Joker toxin, like, <laughs> like I'm not just gonna grab some toxin and be like, this is Gary toxin. Here's, What's here, it do? What's fucking poison? Here, you know, I, here's this toxin. <laughs> I made it from my body. It came from my body. Yeah. yeah. Here, here's some duck feed toxin. <laughs> oh, does it like have something to do with the podcast? Like, no, no. It's just a total nervous system shutdown. That's it. So. <laughs> also called hitting play. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I believe this is the beat where uh, in order to hit the last, in order to expose the last switch, you have to drop a henchman who's like hanging upside down. He'd been abandoned. Yeah. Um, you have to drop him through a roof, expose the button, and then drain the gas and then go tie him up. So, like, again... Uh, just kind of throwing people around like blocks. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't really mention it. What you're doing is you're throwing uh, batarangs yeah, at these yeah. gas uh, dispenser uh, things. Um, so I actually uh, didn't know that you had to do that, that he was in the way, even though it makes sense. I was just like, hey, can I cut that guy down into the gas? Uh-huh. And then, you know, you can. And then Batman says, I've got to save that man. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, I just went and, and hit the last thing. But um, having to do it and put him in danger is uh, is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's a, uh, you know, Batman is, uh, he's not Superman. Nope. Nope. Um, I believe that there have been multiple com- conflicts uh, to that. Yes. Fact. As to which one is which. Yeah. If, if the movie was just called Batman or Superman, Dawn of Justice, <laughs> I think it would be less successful. <laughs> it, was, it was just two rooms. Yeah. <laughs> you had to like, pick which one is Batman. Which or one like is a Super- hot or not. Oh, yeah. You know, com scenario or something. Like yeah. you just go out, you know, just, just check and see which one is which. With 2.0 promotions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah um and then you get to your final encounter here um as you're wor- working your way to them uh where we fight up against a venom brute that uh joker has released and this is the same fight that will um be repeated ad infinitum yes essentially there is a, a one big gigantic strong clown um who will uh throw things at you will kind of walk forward and hit you um you had to wait for him to charge you tap up you tap your battering button uh, to hit him in the face to uh, make him hit the wall. Yeah. Um, this is actually very poorly signaled mm-hmm. um, because 
a lifetime of video game Toro fights has taught me to stand next to the wall and dive out of the way. Yep. I mean, you have kind of a dodge roll you can do in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do that. It's such a and slow it's, dodge roll. It's, it's like... a pretty slow dodge roll. Yeah. But you can get out of the way of these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't, then they won't hit the wall though. Um, I did that a couple times and I was like, because I couldn't remember exactly what you did. I was like, why isn't this guy running into the wall? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I need to take down the strong clown. And then the game just says, tap, you know, tap. Uh, trigger to shoot a battering yeah. at him when he's charging. Like the game just tells you how to do it, mm-hmm. and it's the key to defeating all of the bosses in the game. Yeah, uh, and, pretty much. And the, you know, I don't know. Putting myself in the strong clown's position, uh, it's hard to determine which I would like less: um, having my I like having my eyes hurt or running straight into a wall at full speed. Like mm. that, like that is the calculus that you're trying to take advantage of. That they value their eyes more than their entire body. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they you know they can't stop because this does uh, does leave them broken, you know it does uh, make them kind of kind of dum dums. Yeah. No. So uh, they you know it's not really explained at this point why they're strong clowns, but they are kind of Bane esque, right? Uh, but like yeah. he dies, like he's un- he's unstable. Um, yes. And you know Joker, uh, as you try and go after him, he's you know standing on top of a on top of an elevator. He says like, "Hey, I'll give you a shot. You can kill me now." And then says, ah, "I knew you wouldn't." And then he leaves to organize his party uh, and he's going to be at the PPC, the party planning commission for most of the rest of this game. Yeah. Even though he tell it, you know, he telecoms in a lot. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and that, you know, that is an interesting thing about Batman Joker, like Batman not being willing to kill, you know, Joker. Um, that is the, the interesting thing about that villain, mm-hmm. you know, Batman has, depending on, you know, where you fall in the trolley problem, like mm-hmm. Batman has killed hundreds and hundreds of people. Right. By his refusal, you know, refusal to kill the Joker. Yeah, his refu- his refusal to accept a moral defeat has led to the loss of just scores of innocent lives. Yes. Yeah, tons of people. And again, why would you ever live in Gotham? Mm-hmm. Um, something, it's not going to be a plot point, so I don't, uh, I don't know if you have it in the notes, but something I want to mention is um, this game's uh, semi-successful, but I feel like mostly unsuccessful attempts to spice up hallway traversal. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this where uh, sometimes there'll be monitors or things going over the speaker, um, which is better, yep. I think. Um, a lot of times, though, there's just these little wind up teeth. Yep. Um, I had totally forgotten about these things. <laughs> these things are part of the Riddler trophies as well. Like, yeah, yeah. You got to get enough of them. They, they count as Riddler achievements <laughs> because language has no meaning. Um, <laughs> but the. Uh, it's like it's something to do, but not something particularly fun to do. Yep. <laughs> they're very weird. And they just show up everywhere. And they're, they're supposed to show up somewhere like, I think it's supposed to be marking like, oh, Riddler's been here. So something might have changed. Um, and they're sometimes used for horror. Like sometimes it's like you go into a room, you take care of it. When you leave, there's a box of these things waiting for you. Yeah. It's like kind of effective, but they do the trick like so many times to where like these things became such a nuisance. There's mm-hmm. one later on. Um and I, I won't wait to point out because I don't want to talk about these things anymore after this, <laughs> is that there's one inside a room that you have to tear off a vent to get to. Mm-hmm. And then they respawn. So every time you have to go through this long ass fucking vent opening animation just to get this little tooth. And like, yes, you can ignore it. They're optional. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just the fact that they put it there to make you do again, this little like it's not a puzzle. It's not a challenge. It's like a task. Yeah. You know, there's like there's like chores that the game gives you to do these little things. And it's just because of the geometry, I feel like, mm-hmm. like to make it so you walk through a long enough space to, you know, to to acclimate, to, you know, to facilitate for the next large set piece. Yeah. Thing. You know, it's not it's not to make it feel like a real asylum because it definitely doesn't. No, there's way more hallway to this than there would ever be, you know, like hallway without rooms, you know, mm-hmm. 
there's tons of tunnels and stuff on on this place. It does not feel like a real place very much. Yeah. Um, so it's just like kind of spice up this traversal and it's like, boy, I'm glad they stopped that. Yep. Like it is a, it is a silly thing. Yeah. Well, if, again, it falls into this weird little like twilight zone between them where like, okay, if I'm compulsive enough to want to throw my battering at them to break them, okay, fine. Like, I just want to press a button while I'm going by. I might also be compulsive enough to where I want to like destroy all five of them that are chittering around. I can't destroy all five on my approach as I am running by. So like, are you asking me just, just to like stop and like maneuver Batman around like a little tank in order to take them all out? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... Yeah. It's it's extremely not Batman. Yeah. To like stop and do this little chore. You know, it it kills a sense of urgency, which like all of the Riddler stuff does anyway. Mm-hmm. Like Riddler's not hurting anything. There's no stakes to the Riddler trophies. No, no. You know, the fact that Batman would take any time to do that at all uh <laughs> is again a moral failing on Batman's part. Well, there's I mean, we can resolve this. Uh the first time you get a transmission from the Riddler, uh you mm-hmm. get a little screen prompt that pops up saying, like, hey, tracking the location of the Riddler's transmission or whatever. Your only reward mm. for hitting the end of these I believe, or one of them is the Riddler is arrested. And that's because you, like you basically gave Oracle a task. Hey, track down where he's coming from and send the police after him. So the yeah. the riddles were not tied to that at all. No, no. It's just like a time limit on, on tracking the things. And like, also, is it the most important thing right now? We have strong clowns about, <laughs> you know, like, Riddler, you know, stop distracting me. Riddler. It's a strong clown infestation. Strong yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, these these teeth bum me out. It's once you eventually get the triple battering, like mm-hmm. it becomes trivial to do them, and you get a tiny amount of experience. Yeah, too. But it's a uh, there's no like content there. It reminds me, um, there's like an argument that went around. I can't remember the person who did it for for some um, like Gama Sutra or something. Somebody wrote an article about uh, criticizing the recent Deus Ex games because hacking gave you experience, so it made him want to do it, and he got bored doing it. Right. Um, and it created a lot of, uh, like talk on Twitter that like I was semi involved in. Uh, and to me, that isn't a problem because, uh, there is the, uh, mechanical reward of, of a little bit of XP, but also hacking in that game is kind of fun, I think. Mm -hmm. And also you get a little bit of like information, you get a little bit of world building detail, right? You know, it is, uh, you get something for it. These little teeth are just a little bit of experience and a little bit of task, but there's nothing. This feels more egregious to me. Yeah, it's it's entirely uh, the, my failing that I felt compelled to take them out. Me too. Like yeah. I did it as well, just because like they were right there, and you know, I don't know why I did it, but I, I didn't feel good about it, and I didn't have fun doing it. I just yeah. like got through it, and I was like, well, I was compelled to do that for some reason. Um, <laughs> because you, you I'm sure like mani- a cat. If something moves on the screen, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to want to go after it. So yeah, you, you sure manipulated me into doing something with very little reward that I didn't have fun doing. <laughs> you know, good job. Um, you know, yeah. it was on me to stop, but it's, I just, it's hard to justify objectively, you yeah. know, in, in retrospect. So mm-hmm. I'm glad those went away. Yes. I guess is my point. Yeah, I agree. There's one fake out where they do that, where there's the box and you think it's going to be full of teeth, but it's a dude with knives. Yeah. And I like that you can see it. If you switch to detective vision, you can yep. see a skeleton inside there. Yep. So yeah, that's probably, I don't know if it justifies it. That's the one cool wrinkle on it though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So um, we're going to go further into intensive treatment um, because, hey, Gordon is down and there is a guard who we saw earlier who ends up being a traitor. Right. Yes. Uh, This is um, what is it? Bowles, I believe his name is Bowles, um, who is kind of defected, is working with Harley and with the Joker. Um, You know, he wants his Um, Harley will kill Gordon if I end up following the Joker. So I need to backtrack and get on Bowles's trail instead. Yes. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, so you head over to uh, to Bowles' office, um, and this is our first like detective zone thing, which again is pretty limp here. Yeah. Um, you uh, you switch into Skelevision, you have a little cordoned off area, and you're just looking for um, a scent mm-hmm. uh, thing. In every case, like you do this four times, I think in this game. Yeah. Um, every single time, it is just looking for a scent or a fingerprint or something that pops up on your UI mm-hmm. for you to scan, and then it becomes a quest marker, yes. kind of tracking thing. Uh, this time, it is a, a booze cloud. It's the you you scan his flask. Oh, that's his brand of whiskey. Um, it's going to be on his breath. Right. So yep. I can I can chase that. Yep. And so when you're in Skeleview, um, you see these just kind of clouds that are hanging around in the air. Um, as mm-hmm. you're as you're walking by, so that leaves you uh, gives you your trail, right? Um, yeah. And you have to follow, um, you know, Quinn up this elevator shaft, doing it, uh, you know, as Batman says, the old fashioned way, climbing um, along the sides with a series of grappling hooks, yeah, uh, and and superhuman, uh, you know, peak human strength, yes, aka the old fashioned way, <laughs> um, just like Mom did, yeah, just like Mom made him. Um, so you climb up this, uh, this thing, you you eventually, you find this, uh, symbol, this kind of arcane, uh, Eldrick symbol. Um, and if you scan it, you get the voice of Amadeus Arkham, the founder of Arkham Asylum and get this little voiceover. This is an, yeah, like another collectible. Um, there are, there are three brands of collectible in this game mm-hmm. or like four, I guess, like two different kinds of joke, uh, Riddler things. Um, these little, little butt bits, you know, mm-hmm. these little, uh, Eldrick things and then interview tapes, which we'll talk about, uh, soon. Cause we, I think you're running to our first one. Yes. Fairly soon. Um, so these, um, Arkham symbols, they lead to a good reveal. Uh, they are not like you're, you're finding them in order. So, you know, the third one you scan below is unlock the third yes. of these, of these little story bits. What it ultimately reveals is that what you're hearing is not the person who founded this at all. Um, Amadeus Arkham is, uh, Warden Sharp who has kind of, uh, gone native in this. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. um, which is a cool twist. Like it's cool to hide something that could be that integral to the plot. Uh, and make it optional, mm-hmm. um, even though it is a cooler uh, kind of focus for this game than Joker wants to become a strong clown, <laughs> right? You know, which is ultimately what it becomes, right? So, yeah. um, so we get to a room uh, with armed guards in it. Mm-hmm. So this is a predator sequence; like you have to be stealthy. Yeah, here um, or this is this isn't a room with them. This is where you have to sneak up behind them. Is that correct? Yeah, it's like a hallway, but it has a couple of different tricks you can do. I believe that there yeah. is a uh, like there's a grating you can go under. Um, you end up having to, you know, get some kind of advantage on them. Armed guards are highlighted in red, uh, which is nice. And that is for good reason, because like we said, you are not Superman. Um, a couple of volleys from a machine gun will take Batman down. Yeah. Especially unupgraded Batman. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, uh, you take these guys down with stealth takedowns and this is your little, uh, aperitif before you go into your first predator room. Yes. Uh, After this, the Joker says like pops up on a screen and says, Hey, you're coming just for a little bit of fun. Uh, I'm not going to tell him you're coming. Mm-hmm. Go go take him out, Batman. Because and I like I like this arc actually, where Bat- Joker becomes increasingly desperate as you are more and more successful. Yep. Like starts off feeling very confident and like playing with you, and then eventually uh, starts actually trying to fuck things up mm-hmm. for you. It is a cool. It's a, it's a macrocosm uh, thing that happens to the actual guards in the Predator room mm-hmm. as they be they go from confident to scared. Yeah, as, uh, uh, it's a great arc. As Joker goes from playing with you to getting serious. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this is the first predator, predator room. Um, this does something that doesn't really happen in the other ones. After you take out the first round, Joker will send in more. Like this is where he yeah. starts getting involved. Yeah. And that, that again, that stops happening, Yeah, which is a kind of a weird choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this uh, is a room you're going to come back to later as well. Um, and it's got like this, uh, it's like a big room, uh, with some walkways and it also has like a small, like enclosure, like an office, like in a fishbowl in the middle. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, eventually you find bowls. You follow the whiskey trail. Um, <laughs> and he's left them there as a as a dead end. Yeah. So uh, for you is. to kind of throw you off. Yep. It is a corpse. Bowls is why, a corpse. Why anyone works for a Joker, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, Desperation, gotta, lack, of, lack of economic opportunity. Yeah, I guess that's true. If, there were only, if only there were social programs <laughs> in, uh, in Arkham City. It just seems like he would have a reputation. Like, you know, out of all the people you're going to work for, right? Like, you look mm -hmm. at all the Batman villains, like... Working for Riddler, like Riddler tends to work alone, but being one of the people who like maintains, like walks around, like rotates his trophies or something or dust them, like that'd be a good job. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, I feel like Penguin, you just get to be a criminal. Yeah, Penguin seems you know, like he would be uh, a close second. Yeah. You know, but um, Joker, like he's going to kill you. Um, Mr. Freeze enemy, you know, Mr. Freeze henchman would be cool, even though you have, and you get to wear a parka all the time. Yeah. Like, because yeah. it's always cold. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mr. Freeze is also a walking air conditioner and AC yeah. is very important for me on a job. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't have it at home. Like right now, if, if I could invite Mr. Freeze in to my apartment and then I would do some crimes for him and he would keep my apartment cool, like during this next week, like, yeah, I'd probably do it. <laughs> um, also Harvey Dent would be a good, uh, would be a good one to work for. Um, he, I, I feel like that'd be scary. I feel like every once in a while he probably kills half his people like uh, just to do it. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you gotta have a safety school, man. Can't all be penguin. That, that, that's, that's true. Like my, my U of H like safety school. <laughs> <laughs> two two of two of f i guess what, um, we're, what we're saying what we're saying is um two-face is arizona state there we go um it, it's just if you were going to work for anybody the joker seems like he's the guy who throws away his henchmen the most oh yeah yeah you know so oh well <laughs> yeah. um, this is where we get our first like the riddler pops in on our radio and says hey i'm the riddler go do this boring task yeah if you which dare is, batman which is literally scan the gigantic painting of warden sharp beside you yeah yeah, yeah. And, th and they do like i was i was dunking on these earlier they do get slightly more complicated than that just not as complicated as i as i was led to believe by their reputation right um, yeah. no it is still still just a task um yeah, yeah. and this is where things open up for you you get to walk out of intensive treatment and get into the island because the um, the trail has died here. But some series of events I didn't make a note of says, hey, you need to go and get to the medical facility. Oh, what happens is you actually walk out. Uh, you walk out of the building, you know, on the side of it and get this broad oblivion view of the island itself, which is pretty yeah. cool. Like it is a it is a pretty attractively designed play space. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and I think the reason you're going here is you find out about some doctors that are rescued. I think you find out about that before you even get in there. Yeah. That's why you're going to the medical facility. But losing some of these motivations in the creamy middle of this game, like people have to forgive us for it because you are just, again, being led by the nose to essentially just rescue so-and-so or find who and who. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little bit um, kind of bummed out to find out how much of the, um, hey, go get the data is present here. The theming is nice because, you know, the stakes of rescuing an individual are higher than, hey, go plug this USB stick in. Yeah. Um, this is this is when Batman's pay grade was a little bit higher and he didn't he didn't work for USBs <laughs> like as he, he does exclusively at night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It is kind of, you know, there are it is just like go do the thing, mm -hmm. you know, recontextualizing, recontextualizing play. And like one of the big things, again, I took away from this is that like. Your mission to go save these doctors is not very different than your mission to go find bowls. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's it is in the micro and in the medium. The loops are very similar. Mm -hmm. uh, it is just a testament to the strength of the core gameplay that like it 
ends up being fun and entertaining, you know? And if you don't know the story or if you're somehow just on board for the story, like it is, you know, I genuinely, the first time I played this for sure. And even this time when I had forgotten a lot of the finer beats, like I really wanted to know what was going on. Mm -hmm. You know, it presents it as a, a pulpy kind of mystery. Uh, you know, it is so obvious that Joker has a grand plan. Um, I want to know what it is. It's just a shame that it turns out to be, to become a strong clown, you know, <laughs> people who do not know what the story is are probably baffled why we keep mentioning strong clowns. I, if can you imagine like not knowing <laughs> what the story is? Like, I just like, I'm thinking back to like, I, I'm sure that when I first played it, when it came out, I didn't like spit out my drink and, and flip off my screen. Like I did this time, you know, um, because like it is uh, so excruciatingly dumb. Um, it is just, uh, it's, it's, in, it's like a stretched out version of the ending of System Shock 2. Like it is that dumb in its audacity and misunderstanding of like the tone it had been going for. Right. So looking forward to talking about it next episode because it is fucking dumb. <laughs> Pretty dumb. Um, yeah. So uh, the Batmobile, as you're on your way out here, Batmobile says, help me, help me. I'm being tampered <laughs> with. Um, so you get a little signal. And uh, Harley Quinn has, you know, found where you parked the Batmobile. I love how Batman doesn't park in a parking spot. He just like stops wherever he wants uh-huh. and gets out and a bunch of thugs are beating it up. <laughs> can you imagine him backing the Batman, the Batmobile in yep. so I can get into out a, quickly <laughs> into a compact car spot? Yeah. Like the Batman, well, he, he, he gets <laughs> out from the top so he doesn't have to open the doors on the side. Yeah. <laughs> Just like somebody tries to get in next to him. Like who the fucking asshole was this? Okay. Thanks Batman. <laughs> but um, yeah, Harley Quinn is like, Hey, why don't we send people to bash the death mobile? Yep. Um, you take them out and then out of your trunk, um, you get uh, some explosive gel, mm-hmm. um, which is, again, this is you can use this in combat. It's not super useful. It's better for um, stealth. I found. It's better for it's, setting it's up okay traps. It's okay for stealth. Yeah. Well, when you get the upgrade, yeah. that makes it proximity. Yeah. Like you can make this a proximity mine and that's a, a good uh, use of it mm-hmm. for stealth. But it never it doesn't hurt people, really. It just kind of like stuns them. Yeah. So um, it is uh, you have a lot of things that just stun people. So you can go you know, slam their head into the ground. Yep. Um, causing grievous yeah, get damage. You, get your gel, what you need. Um, you head over to where, uh, Gordon last was. Yes. Um, which is where do you get his pipe? Is it, it's like on the ground or something. Yeah. It's, it's, not it's, in it's like out of the front. It's like not inside. Yeah. It's just uh, like, Hey, here's his pipe. It's on the ground. Um, and he has actually left a trail of his distinctive brand of, ch- of tobacco. It's like Wildman's choice or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is wild man's choice it's something very similar to that though yeah <laughs> the wild country i think yeah. maybe yeah something like that but he has been leaving like little uh dustings of it behind knowing that batman would be able to you know turn on his scale of you and follow yep. them sweet sweet leaves clever girl um so of course, of course you're able to um but you had to go through a destructible wall this time um because you have the gel uh so you can see these with um, Skelevision, and you make them into a little bat. I love that he Turn signs up. his name. <laughs> I think that's really cute. It's like he's Zorro. Uh, yeah, it's, or, and it's like a little nod to like the '60s Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, where he had like little bat branded everything. Yeah. You know, or like the the what is it, Batman and Robin, where he has a little bat. No, that actually happens in fucking Batman too, where he has the Batman uh, DJ thing, where he puts the 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 CD recording of uh, the Penguin calling uh, the town like a, a bunch of pukes and then scratches it on his little Batman DJ console. <laughs> oh, that's so dumb. I forgot about that. It's like that. I, I'm a big defender of Batman returns. Uh, <laughs> that is a, an incredibly goofy part. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I thought you were going to say was the Batman themed American express that he had oh. in Batman and Robin, I believe yeah, that comes later. 
you know, his bat, his bat, a limited card. <laughs> so I, I'm glad that those, uh, those stopped. And, uh, you <laughs> know, the Schumacher like, movie stopped or yeah, that like, yeah, that like, uh, Christopher Nolan got a hold of those because people complain about those, you know, as being like super grimdark mm-hmm. and stuff. But like, I don't think there's really a good way. I think that's a good way to take Batman, like either grimdark or noir dark. Yeah. But some kind of dark, like I don't, you know, I don't need like a medium or goofy Batman really. No, no. I mean, like, I don't need a Batman that was made for kids. No. Which feels the, ridiculous the, to say about a comic book kind of thing, but that's where we're at. Yeah. I, I think like the, the 60s cartoon or the 60s TV show has some pleasures to it, but it's mm-hmm. all because of how like silly it is. And if you watch it knowing that like, oh, these guys literally the entire time were fucking neck deep in pussy. Yep. Like, <laughs> and, like, it's, like literally all these guys did was bone, bone around each other, like high five each other while boning. Like that's literally mm-hmm. all. Burt Ward and Adam West did. Oh yeah, it was, the it was just nothing, nothing, nothing but pussy juice and cocaine. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, you know, just and then just like, oh, like Vincent Price is the egghead and he has to <laughs> yell at us. Let's go do that for a day, and I'm going to go back and dive Scrooge McDuck style into this vault full of pussy. Like, you know, just, I'm pretty sure that's a literal thing from the biography. So just, I thought so gruesome. Oh my god, a ball full of pussy. There's no good way to visualize that. It's because you have a freestanding pussy. It's one of those things where, like, I'll look at like, uh, you know, if you look at uh, like, <laughs> like, uh, like sex toys or something like that. Uh-huh. Like, uh, I remember when I first learned about real dolls. Like, I don't own a real doll, and I, I think they're weird. Um, but they, they have them, uh, when that became, I think it was on like the best of the weekend web or something. Yeah, uh, they, yeah. they write it from the forums of them and I went and looked at them and, uh, it's amazing because sometimes it, they're just body parts. Yep. Like, it's like, I don't need like a whole one. I just need like a freestanding pussy or like the, the weirdest ones are boobs because they're spheres and they look like eyeballs. <laughs> it's like, if you just like wanted to have like a single boob, like floating in space. <laughs> yeah. Like, is one of the weirdest fucking things. This is, this is my throat. Her name is Jessica. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I can introduce you to my girlfriend torso. You know, <laughs> my realistic yeah. girlfriend torso. You know, I I'm a little creeped out by the, by the by the sex dolls too. If I was in a room alone and there were no cameras or judgments, whatever. Um, but like, it's totally, like I'm I'm into novelty, <laughs> right? But no. um, I think uh-huh. that part of the appeal for me is not that you can map a personality onto them. I think that it puts the parts in context again, as opposed to having a freestanding vagina. Yeah, yeah, and even and they 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 do market for not for people who are creeped out by that shit too. Where you have <laughs> things like um, you know, like if you look at flashlights, like some of them like they range from like dragon alien. Mm-hmm. To like realistic vagina, and some of them though are just holes to put your your ding dong in. Right, right. And like very, I'm very way utilitarian. More, I want the IKEA pocket pussy. Way, way more into the. I've I've owned an IKEA pocket pussy before. A smorgan is what they call it. And like, <laughs> and it was extremely good. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, that that is, a, I think, that is a better way to approach sex toys than trying to like literally have a plastic version of anatomy. Yeah. You know that you're gonna bone, but like I guess I just can't round up with that that illusion. You know, mm. I guess some people can. Yeah. So again, no. I mean, no real judgment. Like in the the world of crimes, like having a real doll is not terrible. No, I think it's no. weird when people like do interviews with them and yeah, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to read your fan fiction about your doll. But yeah, then again, like, I seek it out because I I like being upset. Because it's fascinating. Yeah. Like, anthropologically, like you know, like having people like introduce their you know, the real dolls to their YouTube channel is fascinating. Like mm-hmm. there's no question about that. Yeah. Um, even if it is something that I cannot truck with. Yeah. Yeah. G- Gary, I have no recollection of how we got there. It might be a good time to call it for episode one, actually. 
we're not gonna uh i mean i guess we're like we're fairly close to a boss <laughs> right um we can we can get to the boss we can power through uh no we're but we're like that's gonna be a bit like at the very very end of the medical facility thing. That, like that's we, true yeah yeah <laughs> but he, okay so yeah let's call it for this episode that's that's like the real enemy is anatomically correct sex toys uh, <laughs> and that represents batman's anatomically correct armor right in, as far as how his villains represent him in some way yep. um we're gonna be back with more arkham asylum next week mm-hmm. so as we mentioned this episode you know a svelte 90 minutes um we will see you guys next week uh if you uh have things to say about batman uh, either nes batman or arkham asylum you have until september 15th mm-hmm. to get those in at duckfeet.tv slash contact yes if you're listening on the early release feed you have time um mm-hmm. if you are listening on the regular feed i am looking at this now um you have one day so so get it in right away please yes Cool. Uh, what um, else can they do? You can go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Uh, we're going to have, I believe as you're listening to this, there is a poll up to select mm-hmm. a uh, what, what the game that we are going to cover for our 175th episode. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and that, we're doing a, a very special poll. Yes. Uh, that we're calling the Console Wars. Yes. Uh, poll. Yeah. Uh, do we want to uh, give those give those uh, nominees? Yeah, let's do it. And yeah. uh, we selected some, some notable nom- nominees from the uh, 16-bit generation. Yes. So... Uh, we have ActRaiser. Yeah, ActRaiser. Uh, Super Castlevania 4. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Gunstar Heroes. And Rystar. Yeah. Rystar uh, or Ristar? Ristar. Ristar, Rystar. Um, yeah, so those are, you know, again, well thought of 16-bit games um, that uh, we want to do mm-hmm. at some point. So as Burroughs doing them for this, uh, if they lose this poll, it doesn't mean we'll never do them. Mm-hmm. I don't imagine a version of this show where we... Don't do any of those, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think all of those will get hit mm-hmm. at some point, but uh, you get to help choose which one. Yes. Um, what we do. That'll be in November um, after October, which is Resident Evil Month, Resident Evil 3, Code Veronica, and 7. Yep. Threes and sevens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, uh, if you like this show, the best thing you can do to support us is go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. We are hovering right around our next milestone goal. Yeah. Um, we have to, you know, people were very excited about it when we we hit it first, and I appreciate that. But then people change their pledges. We drop down a little bit. Um, I'm not going to start banking those until we get a little bit above it. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, credit cards get rejected, things like that. Yeah. Um, same thing we talked about before, like, um, you know, same thing with last time we made a stretch goal. Yeah. You know, how long we'll do it, even though it might go under. So mm-hmm. if you want to see uh, Heartbeat City happen, uh, which I do, and I, I think that you guys will like it, um, head on over to patreon.com slash TV and uh, donate. Um, if you're listening to this, you know, if you don't already patronize us like a dollar a month, will literally make a huge difference. If everyone listening to this gave us a dollar a month, we would have everything. We hit all our goals and podcast full time and it would be incredible. Yes. So just a buck. Yep. And you won't even notice it. Yeah. (laughs) And thank you so much to everybody who, um, who has done that so far. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, ratings or reviews also very nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think that's all. Yeah. So uh, until next time, who is I mean, Ace the Bat Hound? <laughs> I know we don't end the show that way, but it's yeah, like it seems good. appropriate for this monthly. Yeah.
I appreciated that Queens of the Stone Age reference. Oh, you're you're welcome. I was I was trying to think of a way to like one up it or like underline it more, but yeah. I realized that uh, like I like that song, but as being a singles Queen quotes a uh, fan. <laughs> no, no, uh, I, yeah. it didn't go unnoticed. I didn't I didn't want to kill right. the pace of that that outro. We're after the music right now, but I just wanted to let oh, you know okay. I liked it. Right, Thank right. you. Right. No problem. No problem, buddy. Cool. All right. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I'm gonna go refill my water. Okay. Okay. Only like two minutes. <laughs> 